all right guys welcome back to thursday january the 28th sweet jesus um this so yesterday was wednesday you know what that means uh of course aw and nxt uh was yesterday and as i was recording my podcast uh the episode yesterday um aw was happening on the background so i got to see a glimpse of most of the matches for that um nxt of course not so much and um i don't know if you guys know but um those that watch uh aw through the tnt app uh, we were having trouble trying to even watch the first match, the one with uh, Lance Archer and Eddie Kingston. So, yeah, a lot of people became aware on TNT and Tony Kong was like, oh, well, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. Uh, we'll have the matches on YouTube so that way people can get caught up and stuff. Well, I guess that's pretty nice and all, but yeah, what happened with that? Anybody else had a problem with it? Um, but really quick before I start talking about wrestling and all that mess. Um, so today besides, well, I'm still in the wrestling topic now that I think about it. Cause today is a Seamus's birthday. Um, love my fellow Aquarians too. Again, like I said, um, so Seamus's birthday is today. He even posted a picture on, um, I believe on Twitter. That's where I first saw it where, uh, Drew McIntyre and his wife, gave him uh like this rug that had a picture of him and his dogs and it was so funny uh what do you call it because you know you can see shame is like the the baddest guy you can think of and you know he's hugging his two dogs it's so cute me honestly um when i see the dogs it reminds me of my dog um i do have a an american staffer uh staffer mix so he's basically a pit bull in a way but not really but he's the sweetest pit bull you can even think of. He's so cute. But, um, yeah, be careful with my dog. <laughs> um, so, yeah, happy birthday to Seamus, of course. And um, today I woke up. I woke up through Twitter. And it was early in the freaking morning. And I mentioned this in my previous episodes when it comes to, like, uh, horror icons. Uh, there's, like, you know, the horror icons like Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. They don't scare me. But there is one character in particular that does still give me the creeps to this day and he was happy to be trending so i'm waking up i look at twitter and then i just see chucky's trending and i'm like why in the fuck is chucky trending it's early in the freaking morning for me to just you know get up from my bed and not even try to go back to sleep because even if i try to go back to sleep the image is going to be in my head to a point that i'm going to be dreaming so i'm just like fuck my life so i was like all right let's see what this is all about and i clicked on it and there's this video going around where i guess uh someone was dressed as chucky uh trying to pull a prank at the new york subway train and like i if you see the video like he's like i guess trying to attack somebody and the person's like what the fuck like this is creepy you know and people were like scared to even think that you know it really looked like chucky i guess but like it was getting to a point where other people were interviewing and trying to you know get this little person i guess dressed as chucky away from whatever it was that he was trying to attack to and it, it went all wrong because as they push him or whatever 
Chucky was like, uh, or whatever the person, whatever, he was like, he turned around and tried to chase the same person. And somebody just yanked the hair to the point that the mask came off. And I remember I saw the, uh, I saw somebody retweeting saying, I died the moment Chucky's wig flew. And I'm like, what the fuck? So that was something interesting that I saw on Twitter. And um, lots of things were going on right over there. Um, there was something I didn't mention. Uh, what do you call it? On yesterday's episode where um, where GameStop's stock is increasingly going insane. You know? And I, everybody knows about this to the point where people were just like, man, I should invest it on GameStop even, even before uh, their stock was... I guess decreasing whatever and me honestly I don't pay attention to the stock market uh and that kind of gives you an impression of what kind of person I am yes I am kind of like ignorant when it comes to saving money or you know investing and all that stuff maybe like in the future I guess um I'll probably get into investing I don't know but right now I'm poor okay I'm I'm a college student I don't really pay attention to stuff like that and i remember they didn't never they didn't even taught me anything about the stock market i mean i think it was an economics that you're supposed to learn about that uh, mama took that class in summer school and i fell asleep throughout the most majority of the part and i still passed that class so yeah i don't i didn't pay attention to stuff like that so um the stock market right now it's going hecka insane because of all these people that are buying stocks uh not just you know from GameStop but also from like AMC and you know all that stuff and I'm just like what is going on all of a sudden people people are now going in there just so they can get at least something and I noticed that um places like uh like Robin Hood and uh, other uh, markets are saying that they are no longer accepting new clients to just at least halt whatever this is that's that is spiking the stocks for these companies you know heck even blockbuster was one of them that was you know increasing as well and i'm just like what i'm like bring back blockbuster please you know i used to have one like literally down the street from me what the hell you know um but yeah it's like really funny and i even saw a video on tiktok where i don't know if this is because i guess like the whole influence on this was because of reddit but uh somebody put on tiktok that you know is because of elon musk and you know the power that he has on just speaking his mind where i guess he i don't know if this is true because you know twitter can be manipulated too um but it looks like this person took a screenshot of elon musk tweeting that he loves etsy and the etsy stock decided to increase as well along with other things and i'm just like what <laughs> you know I'm like, honestly, I wish I would invest on like, you know, back then when Bitcoin barely started, like I wish I could invest on that. And, you know, once it went up to that, you know, certain level, I would have been rich enough. But yeah, I don't know anything about stocks. So if somebody wants to, you know, educate me on that and go for it. But, you know, like I said, I better have I better see some kind of degree or something that you're an expert and not, you know, freaking like scamming me on buying penny stocks like get on the wall street the wolf on wall street movie see like i would know stuff like that because of movies but you know the whole actual process i don't pay attention to so yeah um and then really quick before i start getting into the episode um so i pulled up my like i you know i was looking at my social media 
and um it's announced on buzzfeed <laughs> this is something weird i don't know whether to take it like as a disgusting thing or like a cute thing but i'm mostly going in the disgusting part that's why my voice is sounding like this right now but supposedly i found out this through buzzfeed and and it was like the first thing i saw on twitter where apparently mac and cheese is or craft mac and cheese holy shit my internet is down okay well that goes for that <laughs> um so that mac and cheese is going to be releasing a pink candy version of the mac and cheese and i was like what you know um what do you call it i found that kind of disgusting why in the hell is my internet okay i for some reason my internet is just not working on my phone my my wi-fi is up apparently but like my internet is just like not working on my phone but whatever i just have to go with what i saw um but yeah like craft mac and cheese is making a pink candy flavor mac and cheese for valentine's day and i'm just like well first of all it's called mac and cheese not mac and candy so how is that gonna work and also i mean i like candy but to a minimum like if it was just a food coloring i guess that will be cute but candy flavored that's next level disgusting y'all that's that's all i gotta say on that one um but honestly i don't know this is just me i told this to my boyfriend and he didn't believe me but you know he's surprised for some reason i can't eat mac and cheese through the box and every time i make it i get sick like you know i need to go to the bathroom or you know i get nauseous whatever um, and I don't eat mac and cheese like that, you know, I'll eat it elsewhere, you know, but coming straight from the box, I can't eat it. And that's just craft mac and cheese. Like I'll eat hamburger help. Well, hamburger help, hamburger helper still gives me that same effect. So, um, what do you call it? Yeah. I don't know why it's weird, but Hey, you know, I still wouldn't mind eating pink mac and cheese but not candy flavored that's just plain disgusting so um but yeah let me go ahead and start this episode but first let's go ahead and put that sponsorship and get on with what happened with nxt and aw but first we'll start with nxt so let me go ahead and put that as sponsorship so any uh sorry not aw my bad nxt um was yesterday of course and we already are in the quarterfinals of the dusty classic and um i feel like i don't know if they're they haven't announced i'm like i'm really like not paying attention on nxt anything that's happening for the same reason that i've been watching nxt for so long that you know we like you know my cable provider doesn't give us a tnt until my boyfriend decided to give me his access so i was like yes so i've been watching a ton of aw recently so um i don't know if there's a pay-per-view coming up if there is if there's not i have no idea they should have a pay-per-view at least before royal rumble if anything unless if there's something i'm not you know paying attention to but one thing for sure is that the quarterfinals are already in place and um that's basically where they continue on just for the men's sides on the women's sides we're still getting uh the first round um, how I did mention, uh, yes, on yesterday's podcast, um, we also had a few, uh, women's matches on the, on the 205 Live, 
uh, because I guess they're not getting any more ratings. They're like, we need to do something at this point, you know. Um, so we'll go ahead and start hosting at least part of the Dusty Classic uh, on there and, you know, see how that goes. And um, I don't know if they're going to do that for this coming Friday. We'll see. Um, but yeah, we're still uh, on the first rounds of the Women's Dusty Classic. But uh, NXT basically started off with the first match, which was with Killian Dane and Drake, Mar uh, and Drake Maverick versus MSK. Also, I'm like, I can't believe Drake Maverick, like, he, um, he, he did this good storyline. It was even a funny segment and everything when he was in the main roster. But now, because of everything that happened, like, I mean, they decided to remove GMs, like, the general managers on both Raw and SmackDown. People still say that he's still the GM for 205 Live, but I don't even know at this point. But yeah, um, he came all the way back to NXT, and now he's being a good competitor. Like this whole this whole time, he's trying to prove himself. And you know, uh, I think he was on the cruiserweight tournament, and like I think that was when they released a statement that they were gonna let go of Drake Maverick. And after they announced it, he was still on the cruiserweight uh, tournament. So everybody's like, "Wait, what the fuck?" You know? And um. I guess because the fans spoke their minds really, really loud. Uh, Triple H did get Drake Maverick uh, NXT contract uh, so he can be a performer there and he's not going to be let go, which is pretty good. So now he, he's doing a good job on NXT, but storyline, we're trying to figure out where that is. I mean, yeah, they're trying to do the, the whole uh, with the Dusty Classic, but, you know, it's an odd pair because it's Killian Dane. Um, but they're, you know, going up against MSK and MSK. These are two people that, you know, they have history. They have, they have a good resume when it comes to wrestling. And, um, now that they debuted on the Dusty Classic, I was surprised that they even advanced on the first round. Um, so now that that happened, now they're going up against these two. So it's just like, all right. Um, but it looks like the match went well on that one, uh, afterwards. But however, MSK is still going on with that i'm gonna laugh if they if even though they just debuted i'm gonna laugh if they win the uh the classic uh tournament trophy you know um having brain farts right now but yeah that, that's pretty interesting but yes they defeated it uh, they defeated drake maverick and killian dane by a dean uh pinfall to advance to the semifinals of the dusty classic so we're already uh getting closer to that we'll see how that was gonna go but um afterwards we're still getting um we're still getting this whole storyline between Pete Dunn uh versus Finn Balor. I'm still against it. I'm gonna be like complaining the whole freaking time uh this happens. But of course, um we we get uh like a little commercial break or like a little mini segment before the commercial, I guess, where um it's giving us hints of what's gonna happen in the women's dusty classic and um Robert Stone, of course, is trying to you know basically like ever since he first recruited like to his brand like he brought in chelsea green at first and you know it was becoming really successful for chelsea green until that one little thing i don't know if what's happening with that if they ended that whole storyline when chelsea green told robert stone like oh i don't need you you're fired whatever and she just walked away we haven't seen her ever since because of her wrist injury, whatever. Um, so now Robert Stone is trying to, like, his best to recruit people. He has Aaliyah right now, and I'm just like, mm, it's 
not going so well. And even at one point, I think he even did uh, what is a Mercedes Martinez, but she never confirmed if that was actually happening. But yes, now you know we get an idea that you know he's gonna have like his um his little brand whatever on the uh on the dusty classic with Aaliyah and then they added this chick that I never heard of which was uh Jesse something I forgot but uh Jesse Camilla never heard of her so I'm like okay all right there's something I didn't notice so it's gonna lead up to the match and I I told you guys this was gonna happen and you know Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai of course teamed up together because I mean come on they got history anything they should be in the tag team in the women's tag team division if anything but Raquel's a good singles competitor and so is Dakota Kai I mean we've seen it on both of their parts excuse me so um it came to lead to that match and that's gonna be like I guess in the first round um oh no this is on the on the quarterfinals what the hell did I miss okay so but yeah um we figured like once we saw Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla it's it's really obvious who's gonna be winning on this side because you have two greatest single competitors against two people that are like they still need the experience you know um what do you call it I noticed when Aaliyah uh first like we first got to see her i think she was like what 18 uh when she started in nxt and she's trying to get you know the experience of becoming a wrestler uh, even at one point like when she was actually getting tv time she was like a really good athlete but with having like a good per- like i guess in the good girl uh persona whatever and since that didn't work they try to make her look like a spoiled bread and so far it's not working either so i'm just like you know i'm like girl you need to fix on your acting skills and maybe you'll get better or i don't know we'll see but yes of course raquel gonzalez and dakota kai um defeated Aaliyah only to advance to the semifinals of the dusty classic so i'm just like okay that's looking really interesting we got dakota kai and raquel uh, on one side, and then we also have uh, what do you call it, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell on another side. So it's like, ooh, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna laugh, but we'll see. There's uh, there's still more going on for the women's uh, tag team classic, you know, I can't even pronounce it, Dusty Classic. So, um, it's pretty good. Hopefully, we'll see. I, I don't have any, um, I don't have any like predictions to see who will uh who will win the women's version of it because i'm like there's a lot of good women's competitors but for tag teams it could be anybody at this point because i remember with the when uh for the men's classic uh the first time it was what finn balor and samoa joe it was like at this point i was like anybody can win it you never know because i'm like you have like two people that never tagged into together whatever and then you have other people that have been uh tag teams for quite some time uh where they can work together and you know they didn't make it and you have these two single competitors you know together um you know and and they ended up winning the dusty classic so i'm like i guess you know at this point it could be anybody for the women's uh dusty classic so who knows but it also says here that the winners will face candace LeRae and indy hartwell next week so i'm just like Okay, so is that going to be what I'm talking about? <laughs> um, but yes, uh, so we'll see uh, what's going to happen uh, next week. So we also got to see um, Scarlett doing some readings in Russian again. Hey, I swear Scarlett is like the, I don't, I don't want to say like the best manager for like a wrestler, but she's really, really good. Uh, ever since she 
debuted on NXT with Karen Cross. It's like they they've been doing a hella good job. It's so sad because like you know if Karen Cross didn't even get injured, I feel like you know this whole story, this whole like uh, well yeah storyline that they were going to, it would have been even amazing. You know Karen Cross would have been unstoppable to a point that you know he will hold on to NXT title for quite some time. I think even with like like Adam Cole, he hold on to the NXT championship for quite some time. That you know it's like okay, well what's next? I'm surprised that Adam Cole is still on the NXT roster. Unless if he knows better not to be going to the main roster without his group, you know, with, without the Undisputed Era. Because if that was the case, who knows what would, ha- what would happen to Adam Cole. And same thing with Karrion Cross. Who knows if, you know, right now his reign uh, is going for so long to a point that it could be cut short only for him to go to the main roster. And I say that because I noticed a ton of wrestlers, male wrestlers who had the NXT championship, um, you know, they had it for quite a short time, like a short period of time. They debuted it to the main roster and it's like they're not getting the promotion that they needed. Uh, examples like Bobby Roode or even freaking, um, what is it, Andrade Cien Almas, which is now just Andrade. Um, you know, those two people, they, they had, they held the NXT title for, for a short period of time. They lost it. Boom. They're in the roster now. And I'm just like, Hmm, same thing with Drew McIntyre, but it took a while for Drew McIntyre to get his momentum. And, you know, now that we know that, you know, right now he is the WWE championship, uh, champion. It's like, it's so sad that you don't see those other people that did get the NXT championship that are not champions they're probably like the bare minimum in a way like andrade had the united states uh championship and even bobby Roode at one point i think he even got that and now they put him in a tag team with the uh, with dolph ziggler i still i'm still not okay with that whole thing and i think last time i checked they are smackdown uh tag champions or raw tag champions i don't even know yeah they're smackdown huh <gasps> what the hell i'm like honestly i don't even know as much as people want to say yeah they're you know they're a good uh tag team uh me honestly i'm still against it for the same reason that you know bobby Roode, you know at least went on nxc to get some experience Dolph ziggler he i mean he's been in the main roster since like the spirit squad oh my god who remembers that and um i mean he by himself it's he's been you know struggling just to make make at least make it to the main roster and now they're tagging him with bobby Roode. but anywho i'm getting sidetracked on just talking about all these nxt championships and what was the potential for carrying cross like it's so many things that could go uh in play but for right now i guess you know not him having the nxt opportunity it, it's not sitting well with me but we'll see i mean the whole finn balor and pete dunn um storyline could end any minute at this point so hopefully we'll get to see something of carrying cross and um what do you call it and um <laughs> finn balor sorry and also that they even announced that supposedly um uh, well beth Phoenix announced that tegan knox was training was having a training section uh, session with brie larson and it's gonna be on youtube and i was like hold up what and i and i saw that too and I'm like, this is really interesting. The only reason why I say that is because I don't know if you guys notice on Tegan Knox's attire. She always has like the the uh, Captain Marvel attire in a way. And she even wore it for uh, War Games 
at, at one point and um there was something funny because i'm like i see her do that and then i also see freaking lana try to do that whole same thing uh same captain marvel attire uh when she was still wrestling but that didn't work out i find it even more hilarious that brie larson you know the actress that actually plays captain marvel decided to do that training session with tegan knox instead of lana <laughs> but um yeah that's pretty something interesting i might check it out later today it should be out right now uh but for some reason because my phone decides to not work today and not even like it's connected to the wi-fi why in the hell is it not giving me any signal like my signal's gone like um like no wi-fi like wi-fi connected no signal whatsoever like my phone is just like not working right now but i would love to watch that whenever it decides to work um but yes we got that announcement so hopefully i might check that out uh later on but we also had this other match that apparently um eh, i'm on the the website called cage cage i can't pronounce it it's a website where they didn't know some guy was uh was wrestling with tyler tyler rust and they were just like oh hey um you know tyler rust defeated some dude but they were like i think we got the name rios or something and they're just like okay me i'm just like all right what was the short match i need to be talking about that <laughs> but um moving on uh of course we do get the we get the hints of you know of the main event that's gonna be with finn balor versus kyle riley uh versus the what do you call it the nxt uh tag team champions which is what is his their names uh oney lorkin and danny birch i don't even know i'm like i never heard of these people before <laughs> i'm like sweet jesus i haven't watched nxt for quite some time and it's crazy but yeah like they were they were basically doing the promotion and it's so weird because like you know we already saw uh what do you call it finn balor wrestled against kyle riley now that the fact that they're teaming up is just like even weirder because it's like okay what's the whole point of this is this like some kind of group exercise therapy you know or something i don't know um but later on i'll get into that of course what led to that uh what happened in that match but um after that, we also got to see Kushida and Leon Roth uh, go against the Grizzled Young Veterans. So this is uh, the you know the quarterfinals. So these two people already got their matches; they won. So now it's like they're fighting against uh, each other now to see who is the better to advance to the semifinals. And you know, we I told you guys, I'm like, I think for me the the weirdest things is when we see singles competitor uh, singles competitors get tagged into. Uh, a group of well of, like they're tagged into this group that you know it's so weird if they can make it work and you know leon ruff i mean he's trying to become uh to get up there ever since losing that north american championship you know i mean if he wanted he has potential now they're trying to you know nxt is trying to give him more tv time to at least prove his point and not show it to where like it's like oh well he just won the nxt champion uh sorry north american championship uh, because of Damian Priest. No, we're going to see what potential he has. And, you know, we're going to go ahead and put him on the Dusty Classic. See how that goes. But also the Grizzled Young Veterans. I mean, they're they're a good pair. Like, they're tag teams. Like, they are they can work together. So, I mean, it, it's up to that. Uh, to see who, like, who will work well enough uh, on that. But, of course, it looks like that. Let's see. It looks like that, you know, there were think drake maverick was in there for some reason 
uh it's weird or no it wasn't drake it was somebody else but um i guess like you know because of that whole weird pair it led to um it led to them losing and getting the grizzled young veterans uh the win at least and they advanced to the semifinals. so that's a little bit good for me because i'm like i said for me i'm just like you know uh um it doesn't sit well oh and then it looks like that johnny gargano decided to intervene intervene well johnny gargano and austin theory showed up but then also dexter loomis showed up behind them just to scare them off and i'm like hmm dexter loomis and johnny gargano that sounds really interesting i probably might even watch that just because <laughs> i anything that has to involve dexter loomis i like to watch storylines and all that stuff it's amazing how you know he stays like in character um so i'm like i probably like to watch that and also make it please the north american uh title please i would like to see dexter loomis have that belt uh you know just to show it off um and then here we just see a little bit a few little um what do you call it segments where um uh legado de fantasma shows up they're interviewing santos escobar and then uh also this is something interesting because when i woke up this morning i also got to see tony storm but you know it says tony storm hits the ring she promos about how she wants to destroy Io shirai and i'm just like we know that and i think i even talked about this uh last week the week before who knows i just remember i talked about this where it's like okay it was when EO won the women's championship and it all of these people just showed up just to attack her to see who's going to be the one that's going to fight for uh fight EO for the NXT women's championship cuz when she won it Tony Storm showed up and she's like I'll see you around. After that Ember Moon shows up and then she's looking at EO like nothing and I'm just like okay. And let's not forget there's a whole other what do you call it this whole other storyline i guess where io shirai and mercedes martinez and it's like what the hell who is gonna fight for uh fight her for the for the nxt women's championship you know it can't be all at once you know um unless if they're just go ahead and going ahead and doing this just to at least hype up the royal rumble because in the royal rumble is not just raw and smackdown it's also um it's also what do you call it nxt as well i'm having a brain for it's like survivor series all over again um i missed that i can't believe they didn't do that this year but yeah like anybody can be in there so who knows maybe this year we might get an nxt winner but i highly doubt that because they like to keep it uh like because you know the the winner will challenge uh whatever champion they choose to lead up to wrestlemania and because the nxt women's championship uh belongs in nxt it doesn't mean anything especially because like let's not forget that last year's wrestlemania rhea ripley and uh charlotte were going up against each other to see who won the nxt turns out charlotte won but you know <laughs> that didn't last long but yeah you know like uh who knows that we might get a nxt women's championship challenger you know we'll see that'll be something else uh who knows but like i said it it could be it can it can mean anything but yeah it's just confusing that tony storm decided to just go ahead and um 
if they just want to go ahead and just do that and just throw so many competitors <laughs> at Io Shirai. Io can handle anything. I can definitely say that for sure. And she's a really good wrestler, so I highly doubt anytime soon they'll probably take away that belt. And if they do, I'm going to be hella pissed if she does go to the main roster and doesn't get that good treatment. Like Asuka and the four, four horse, horse women. Oh my, horse women. My God, I cannot freaking speak today. <laughs> but yes, um, and it looks like here, it says, um... She's jawing at Storm in the floor when Mercedes Martinez attacks from behind. She slams EO down and grabs the bell, which brings, which brings Tony in. They argue, and Mercedes uh, gets drop kick in the back, which sends Tony Storm to the floor. Double the knees, uh, Martinez in the corner. Tony pulls her to safety, but she, so just so she can't attack the champ. She sends Shirai into the corner, then nails her into a trio a hips attacks and poses with the bell. So I'm just like, it's gonna oh my god don't let it be a triple threat it would be interesting though but i'm like kind of don't want it to be a triple threat once you see that it's like it, it kind of tells you right there so we'll see what that will happen honestly though but like i said i'm rooting for eo you know her time is still not done she still has a long way to go with that belt and she's a really good competitor um but moving on of course there was um isaiah sword scott versus bronson reed and I think last week, Bronson Reed didn't even get a good match. So I guess with Isaiah Swerve Scott, it's a really good, it's a really good match because, uh, you know, Isaiah is not really like a bad competitor. Like, I mean, hell, he was even in the Cruiserweight tournament, how I was mentioning about Drake Maverick. So um, now that we got to see what kind of potential he has, going up against Bronson Reed is just even more... Um, it's like more of a challenge in a way so um it looks like it was a good match from what i'm reading but it sadly bronson reed defeated isaiah Scott by pinfall i mean come on if you look at bronson reed he's a big dude and then if you look at isaiah Scott, he's like a really skinny dude i mean come on cruiserweight come on tells you a lot right there um but yeah uh i guess you know bronson reed is just trying to prove his point maybe who knows maybe it will lead up it was pro it's probably like hyping it up to either north american or nxt championship so whenever he does come up with the challenge at least people are getting that experience that hey this dude is serious like he doesn't you know he doesn't just show up and beats up whoever he wants you know he he is showing us what he has so be prepared in a way um and then also it looks like we were getting um Tommaso Ciampa doing his promo um and I'm just like dude I don't know what's gonna happen with this but um anywho um it was leading up to it says the last two quarterfinals matches which is uh undisputed era which is gonna involve Adam Cole and uh Roderick Strong versus Ciampa and Thatcher and Lucha House Party versus Legado del Fantasma next week holy shit okay so it's like a eight-man tag team that's gonna happen next week so be prepared it's gonna be a really really long match for sure but that's what it was leading up to i'm still weirded out about the whole like siampa and tatcher getting or tatcher whatever you want to say his last name getting tag team up same thing with finn balor and uh, kyle riley like these people have history they fight against each other only for them to get tagged up it's like okay respect i guess sure you know but still it's weird but let's go ahead and talk about the main event so that we can start talking about AEW. um so it's finn balor versus kyle riley versus one and an one lorkin and danny birch 
So there is some history going on between not just, you know, Finn Balor and Kyle Riley, but there's also history with just, you know, um, with the other two people because they also attack Finn Balor, but they also attack Kyle Riley. So there's beef going on with t both parties. You know, it could be tag team with the un undisputed, you know, era. You know, they're having beef with that, but they're also having beef because Pete Dunne is trying to, you know, fight against Finn Balor uh, for the NXT champions, which again, I am not okay with that. But um, the match was not that, uh, I guess it wasn't that long, but it was good enough. For uh, Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly to defeat O'Neal Lurkin and Danny Burch by submission. Oh, I can imagine that one already. But yeah, um, I think uh, it's, I don't know what it is, what is going on with the storyline. I still don't know. I mean, Pete Dunne as an NXT champion. I don't know. I still feel like, nah, Finn's probably going to retain and then hold on to it until it's carrying across his time. And then after that, we'll get to see it. But it says here, O'Reilly tries to warn Finn, but he is pulled on the ground when we see Pete Dunne step to Balor. So I'm just like, hmm, all right. But then, of course, uh, Adam Cole and Roger Strong do show up and, you know, they're trying to at least protect Finn and all that stuff. And I and I remember I saw this picture on Twitter where I guess, like, Finn decided to just do a truce between Kyle O'Reilly and the Undisputed Era. And who knows, maybe we might see, uh, what do you call it? We might see uh, another three-on-three -three match, or who knows? We'll see. I don't know. Because uh, let me find out Pat McAfee or whatever his name is is going to come back just so he can finish this beef with, um, with what do you call it, with uh, Adam Cole. But um, that's basically NXT. Um, and then let me go ahead and start talking about AEW because AEW had a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> Alright, so AEW, like I said, um, mostly a lot of people who watch uh, AEW through the TNT app was having problems. I was having problems because every time I try to uh, watch it because I have Amazon uh, Fire Stick, um, whenever I try to put, uh, like, at least put TNT, it would just keep kicking me out. Like, it wasn't giving me a reason or anything. And I'm like, the fuck, man, you know? So, we missed the first match, which I was a little bit, you know, bum about. Because I wanted to see what the hell I was talking about. And I even talked about this, though, in, in the last episode, uh, well, yesterday's episode, that, you know, um, Lance Archer cut his hair. And when we saw the match... I still saw his hair. So I'm like, I don't know if he glued it or something. I'm like, what the hell? How did that happen? You know, but his his red braid of a long, long hair, it was still in place. So I guess. But that was actually the first match, uh, sadly, that we weren't able to watch. But it was Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. And um, what do you call it? Uh, Eddie Kingston, of course, he had the Butcher, the Blade, and the Bunny on his side. And Lance Archer had Jake Roberts uh, in like on the side uh on his side as well so um that match i only got to see probably the ending of it it was a little bit intense don't get me wrong um but you know i only got to see just the ending which was uh eddie kingston defeated lance archer which was you know sad um i feel like this feud is not over just yet but i feel like because you know Lance Archer does have a lot of potential. I feel like this, we might still see this continue on in the storyline, but it was kind of bummer, so I didn't have much to say about that. Um, the next one was, um, what do you call it? 
they call themselves the varsity blondes which is chris jericho and uh mjf uh or sorry no my bad the varsity blondes are two other people and chris jericho and mjf are in another one so i was just like hold up what's going on i'm reading this wrong um so yeah they i mean we already know who's gonna win on this one um but it's you know like we can't say much about this match because i guess they're trying to get the experience and all that stuff um you know even though uh what do you call it even though the inner circle is still standing tall um there is a lot of tension between mjf and sammy guevara because of the whole uh thing that's going on like oh who's the like i guess because like i said like sammy guevara is kind of bum about this whole uh relationship that chris jericho and mjf are having because that's the same thing he had when he first joined the uh the inner circle without mjf you know the memes that we will always see but there is that big tension all i'm saying mjf in the inner circle is just bad news for everybody um and honestly uh i'm sick and tired of seeing mjf i mean then again he'll probably be saying the same thing i'm sick and tired of seeing you you know i'm like okay we get it you know you're annoying but yes um jericho and mjf defeated the the varsity blonde so it's like eh, it's not really much now this is something interesting because we actually got to see uh shaquille o'neal <laughs> as shaquille o'neal i guess he was um challenging uh cody rhodes for you know whatever ever since uh jade card Gil, whatever her name is showed up and she just kept mentioning Shaq. you know we were obviously thinking shaquille o'neal shaquille o'neal was doing an interview on something and he's like let me just pause this cody rhodes and then he just kept calling him punk and i'm like okay Shaq, i get it you're trying to be you're trying to do your thing whatever but the more you kept saying punk more i can't take you serious okay you're cool and all but you know stop saying the word punk <laughs> but um yeah so i guess you know they, there is gonna be a new challenge and this is for the next uh coming pay-per-view that's coming up and i believe it's called revolution um because we also do have uh the beach bash uh that's happening what next week this coming yeah this coming uh wednesday we're gonna have like a little uh beach bash whatever and they have a lot of good matches that are coming up for that but that is not going to be the pay-per-view the next pay-per-view is going to be on revolution and we already have uh another match set up and if i'm not mistaken is the one with darby allen um and cage i'm not sure if that's really happening but we'll see uh i need to double verify really quick on that one but um if if you know if that's already confirmed we also have the other match that's gonna come up which is gonna be for you know cody rhodes and shaquille o'neal and i'm assuming the other match that's also gonna be coming up is gonna be with the kenny omega versus john moxley for the aew championship because that's gonna be that's been going on for quite some time you know john moxley wants his title back uh needs to regain it and i also found out that renee's still pregnant so <laughs> no i don't know i don't know i don't know if he's gonna win i highly doubt it for the sake of uh not just the storyline but personal reasons too as well or who knows he can he can defeat kenny omega but the way how kenny is right now kenny barely got the belt he still has a long way to go but i'll get into details about that in a bit but um yes so cody rhodes of course he did uh what do you call it he did respond to the whole uh shaquille o'neal advertisement and it's so funny because um he said uh what do you call it uh they also mentioned like 
uh, with Jade Cargill uh, having to be in there instead. But because, you know, Brandy is pregnant, they're actually bringing in Red Velvet to join in this whole thing. And there's going to be a mixed tag team match between uh, Cody Rhodes, Red Velvet versus Jade Cargill and Shaquille O'Neal. So that's going to be something interesting. But I feel like because Shaq doesn't, you know wrestle as much i feel like the girls are gonna be leading this and honestly jake cargill she looks like she she's fit of course we see her she's really fit but i'm like if wrestling wise i think it might even work i think this might happen so who knows uh, maybe they might just lead on to the match while cody and shaquille are just like in the sides just you know watching the match and we'll see how that goes but um we'll uh i'm kind of i'm kind of ecstatic about that one it's gonna be funny uh the next one was hangman page versus ryan nemeth and i'm just like hmm that sounds familiar that last name sounds familiar when you look at the dude i'm like he looks familiar hold up let me see if my freaking internet is working right now because i am interested to see if these two people are relate yes oh my god are they related <gasps> okay so that name uh ryan nemeth sounds really really familiar right the only reason why is because i know a nick Maneth. who is nick Maneth? <laughs> that's Dolph ziggler just so y'all know and i'm just like are they related i'm a laugh yes they're related oh my god <laughs> I didn't even notice. I'm just looking this up as we go. So Dolph Ziggler's is uh, Dolph Ziggler's brother is on AEW. In case of y'all didn't know, but I'm just barely finding this out. I'm like, I just saw the last name, and I'm like, that looks familiar. That's like uh, Dolph Ziggler's actual last name. It looks like that he was actually um, he he used to be Briley Pierce in WWE, and he even he was even uh, training in uh, NXT, but I guess that didn't work out, and now he's on AEW. Oh, pfft. wow. Okay, I'm barely finding out. I could instead of me looking it up, I just literally says it says right here. Ryan Demeth, bro- brother of WWE superstar Dolph Ziggler, make his Dynamite debut as he battle against Hangman Page in a singles competitive competitive uh, competition. Sorry. And, uh, you know, in AEW, when people make their debuts, it can mean anything. You know, it can be a good thing, it can be a bad thing. Hangman Page, however, he is a pro. He is really, really good at what he does. He's a good wrestler and all that stuff. So, it can mean anything. And, honestly, I was low-key rooting for Ryan Meth now that I found out his last name. Because when I saw it, I was like, who the fuck? that it didn't hit me until right now once i was looking at it i was like wait a second yeah that's true that is Dolph ziggler's brother and i was actually rooting for him for once but no sadly hangman page beat him but it was a good potential match it's not like uh what do you call it it's not like either nnxt or like raw and smackdown when people make their debuts or something um or just new people in general that you never seen they get squashed down and you know they don't have an opportunity these people even though they get squashed down they have uh like they show what they got like they make their moves and all that stuff so who knows if ryan nemeth is um is gonna be all elite you know how they say so we'll see on that who knows um and it says here page picked up the win over nemeth who show off his big opportunity inside an uh, AEW ring but i'm just like please and thank you <laughs> so um and let's not forget there is a there is that whole storyline with uh <laughs> what do you call it hangman 
and the dark order because i mean he technically said i respectfully decline you know in a way and the dark order just you know twisted his words and he's like oh he said yes he's in the dark order you know whatever i don't know how that's gonna happen but it says they're still trying to win him over um even though hangman page still wants to be like on his own you know never tangled up the thing um the next match was jungle boy versus dax hardwood that's the match that i was actually watching in the background when i was recording the podcast and i actually laughed because <laughs> it was funny <laughs> so um of course ftr uh they have some history with the uh, with the luchasaurus well uh, what do you call it jurassic express my bad and luchasaurus and um because jungle boy didn't get a fair match luchasaurus said basically you know in order for them to have a good match you know you guys are gonna be handcuffed with me you know um and when i mean like who's them it's gonna be cash wheeler and tully blanchard are gonna be handcuffed with luchasaurus and luchasaurus is a big dude so it's like you know he can easily just pull them you know whatever so jungle boy and uh dax they they got their matches and it was pretty interesting just to watch but when i saw the promo i could just hear in the background where dax was like can you believe these people like they have to have a handcuff like what kind of business is this and i'm like shut the fuck up i'm like i'm sorry i I get it you guys are like yeah it's so funny but you know luchasaurus said what are you guys scared that you know you might actually lose and stuff like that you know and they're like nah we ain't scared whatever we'll have we'll make it happen but it was so funny as they were handcuffing that's when i started laughing i was like sweet jesus that's so funny um but it was a it was a really good match because like as jungle boy was getting the count uh what do you call it uh cash and tully were they're trying so hard to get to the ring to stop the count and luchasaurus is pulling them with the handcuffs just so they don't make it and jungle boy they get the win i was like hey you know jungle boy is means business and that's what i love about that you know i don't care that you know even though his dad is the is the late actor luke perry um jungle boy has a is he's a really good wrestler and i love that you know i don't care if he's fighting with ex former wwe members nah he got this but yeah sadly um even though jungle boy did win um what do you call it uh cash and tully they managed to get out of the handcuffs and then they started beating the crap out of luchasaurus and everybody you know um and then mr fun size comes out and uh, Marco Stun try to, you know, make the save at least to protect uh, Jungle Boy and, you know, Luchasaurus. Uh, even though he is tiny, he is mighty. I'm be saying that over and over again. But that match was a little bit funny. But I'm kind of glad that, you know, even though Jungle Boy did get the, like, he got the win. He got destroyed. But for me, like I said, he got the win. That's all that matters to me. But um, it was a good match. That's all I got to say about that one. <laughs> and, um the next match i didn't pay much attention to because i could care less about Britt baker you know but that was what was happening right there is uh shauna versus uh brit baker or dr brick baker sorry and um what do you call it even the the girl uh that's with uh with baker whatever um i think her name is rebel uh i think she almost like interfered whatever and baker beat Shana, uh, Shanna or Shayna, whatever her name is, I can't even say it. Um, even though she beat her and everything, she still tries to do that little uh, 
her little signature move that's making her tapped out and then freaking thunder rosa came out when thunder rosa came out i'm like all right i'm interested and i think this is gonna be happening on the beach bash for uh this coming wednesday and i know for sure that thunder rosa is gonna beat the crap out of her because that's something i love you know like thunder rosa again same thing with her she means business she was a former nwa championship i'm still waiting for her to regain that i don't know why serena deves still has it you know yeah i guess she's a good competitor but you know i need to see that match happen all over again for thunder rosa to regain that championship but um yeah we're it's like you know hyping it up for that uh for next week's uh match hopefully you know it's gonna be good uh the main event holy crap i just realized the main event is, is already here and uh, i'm already cutting cutting short on time but uh the main event was the dark order versus the young bucks uh sorry dark order yeah versus the young bucks and the good brothers so um we're seeing a lot of good brothers i love that you know um I'm just hoping that, you know, people on Impact Wrestling are going to be like, oh, why don't you just stay in AEW since you're mostly spending your time over there? I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, yeah, they are Impact champions, you know, but I'll lead up to what happened at the end of the match because this, this was something interesting. But the match was really good. Um, lots of people were probably hoping that even though um, Brody Lee did pass away, people were hoping that the Dark Order was still going to continue their uh, winning streak um you know but then again you have to keep in mind that you're they're fighting against the AEW tag team champions alongside with the the impact tag team champions so it's like you know you you have these top people and and it's really really difficult to see who might win it's it, it could be a close call for anything but um the match was really good um you know kicks and punches and everything that were getting thrown back and forth from what i remember seeing um sadly however uh the young bucks did well the young bucks and the good brothers they won against the dark order and there was something interesting that they were saying they were talking in the background where um what do you call it um young the young bucks were, were telling the good brothers you know oh like um we can we can literally challenge anyone that you know we can come in mind for for the AEW tag titles and so you know the good brothers were there like oh okay you know they mean anybody like an AEW and then the young uh what do you call it Matt Jackson was like no I mean anyone and they're just looking at you know uh Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson so that's giving me an impersonation i don't know if this is gonna happen this is just this is just my opinion but like if it happens if this is what i think it's gonna happen if the young bugs are challenging or you know just anything like if they're challenging the good brothers for either the impact tag teams or you know the good brothers are gonna end up challenging the young bugs for the AEW championships if the if it's the one that i want which is you know luke gallows and carol anderson uh challenging the young bucks for those aew champions who knows what if they do win what does that mean are they gonna be an aew afterwards that's gonna be something interesting i would like to watch <laughs> that's all i gotta say about that um but of course we also got to see um even though they did say anyone you know that's the impersonation they got we also got to see Ray Phoenix come in the background and started beating the crap out of, you know, the Bucks and the Good Brothers. 
and uh luke gallows, luke gallows and carl anderson got ray phoenix like on the top trying to do their little finisher but ray phoenix decided to kick uh carl anderson and you know get escape from that little thing and you know they're they're fighting and everything and then next thing you know we see john moxley <laughs> anywho oh my god it's so much funny but um i need to i need to hold on my into my emotions but uh john moxley comes out to help ray phoenix even though ray phoenix didn't really need that much help he got it on his own which good job by the way um john moxley comes out same thing you know beats the craps out of the bucks and the good brothers and next thing you know we see freaking kenny omega come out with a booth on his hand this boy this this no he's gonna be boy i don't care if he's a man no to me he's a boy (laughs) this boy comes out tries to kick john moxley with that boot john moxley hits him whatever and you know basically avoids from getting punched kenny omega is just laying on the ring you know knocked out with one boot and a sock his sock is just out in the air like nothing and i'm just like you're so funny but that was so fun that was hilarious and also as the camera zoomed in i could just like i don't know if this is makeup or like if they're doing this purposely or did kenny omega got punched in the face so bad that he got a black eye but like on his eye literally looks underneath uh on his eyes like if he got punched like if he has a black eye or something or i don't know if it's makeup to make him look like he looks like all obsessed to a point that he's he has no sleep or something i don't know i'm just thinking like i don't know what what that whole thing is but that shit was just funny just to see kenny omega just lying down in the ring with uh with a booth and a sock out you know all that stuff um and of course it just basically ended with uh john moxley and ray phoenix going a corner to corner um it will be really interesting and i think we still have that coming up for the beach bash uh who is it though i forgot who was what because i know Pac is gonna be there moxley is gonna be there there's gonna be so many good matches that are coming up next week that i can't even think about right now um but uh aw ended up in a funny note for me it, it was funny it was good don't get me wrong but um i'm still waiting for that whole kenny omega and john moxley to go up against each other for the aew championship and it is 2 30 for me so it is time for me to end this episode and go ahead and start getting ready for work oh my god um but yeah um basically that's all i have for today's episode tomorrow is friday sweet jesus is friday um try to figure out what i need to talk about all and all that stuff and then hopefully bring you into details of all the things because honestly i i don't even know why today of all days they decided to announce pink mac and cheese that is so weird but um yeah that's basically i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this episode up and uh i hope you guys have a great day and i will talk to y'all tomorrow